0: Welcome to Startup Health Now. I'm Nicole Clark, Startup Health Senior Writer. For the last three weeks, the Startup Health team has been ramping up our coverage of stories about the coronavirus. In particular, stories about the innovators and entrepreneurs who have emerged as leaders on the front lines of a pandemic response. You can find stories about them on our blog at healthtransformer.co. And this week, we're launching a new series of interviews on our YouTube channel and in this new Pandemic Response series on our podcast. To kick off the interview series, I'm talking with a health entrepreneur from the Startup Health Portfolio who is based in Italy, Andrea Riposati, CEO of Dante Labs. You'll hear about Andrea's personal experience in Italy during the coronavirus outbreak. You'll also learn about his company's work to sequence the whole genome of individuals infected with the coronavirus. His aim? to understand what genes play a role in our reaction to the deadly disease. After talking with Andrea, I learned about a number of research projects happening all around the world that could use the kind of complete DNA sequencing tests his company has developed. In just a minute, I'll play our interview, then stick around. I'll share some examples of how his biotech, which he's offering for free, by the way, could be applied to further the development of COVID-19 treatments. But first, if you've been following news about the coronavirus impact across the globe, then you'll know that Italy has been the worst hit by the disease, the worst hit worldwide. It's Thursday, March 26th, at the time of this recording, and last week, Italy's death toll overtook China, where the virus emerged in late 2019. Just for context, China is a country of almost 4 billion people, while Italy has a little over 60 million people. Today, Italy's Civic Protection Agency reported that the death toll from the coronavirus grew by 662 to a total of 8,165 fatalities. There is a small glimmer of hope. The number of new confirmed cases of coronavirus in the southern European country slowed down for a fourth consecutive day. Still, the tsunami of coronavirus victims is overwhelming health systems in Italy, and as you're probably aware the government has banned any movement inside the country, closing all non-essential businesses. My intent in relaying this information is to properly set the stage for what Andrea's reality looks like right now. The news may be grim, but it cannot be softened. To do so would be doing a disservice to how hard the health entrepreneur has worked to mount a counterattack against this complex and deadly disease. So with this in mind, my first question to Andrea: How are you doing? It carries precisely the kind of weight you'd expect it to have. Here's that interview, recorded on Wednesday, March 25th. Three, two, Andrea, before we get into how your work at Dante Labs is helping to solve for COVID-19, I wanted to just ask: How are how are you doing personally? Three,
1: two, doing fine. Uh, the situation, especially in Italy, is Surreal. The country is in lockdown. Cities and towns they feel empty. But in parallel, because of what we do at Dante Labs and what we are trying to do now, uh, I feel a personal sense of empowerment and really a call to try and help the world manage and defeat the COVID nineteen.
0: Absolutely. And and as far as where you're at, do you do you have family in Italy? Um, can, you, can you paint a picture kind of of where, where you're at and what the situation looks like in your community?
1: I do. Uh, my parents live less than uh, a mile from my apartment, but I haven't seen them for, for two weeks since the beginning of the uh, COVID-19 uh, lockdown in Italy. Uh, right now, only pharmacies and grocery stores are open. All the other retail activities are closed. Uh, companies have to ask for uh, permission to be open. About 50% of our employees are working from home. We provided them with a high-speed internet connection, also with ergonomic chairs, so that they can work comfortably from home. And then about 50% of the people are in the lab. I would say the community is uh, um, respecting the rules, is following the government rules, but it's definitely hard, especially on on old people who need some care. Uh, I I have friends, um, unfortunately, I have a friend, his father passed away and they live in different cities. So my friend was not able to even to say goodbye or even to go to the funeral because we are not allowed to travel from one town to another town
0: i I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that i i um from my understanding in order to travel or to to leave your home you're required to have a certain card or or present to the uh police i guess that are monitoring the streets is is that true
1: it is so you you need uh, an uh, a form you need to fill the form uh, if you lie on the form it's um you know you can be sued by the government, and you can only travel for for work. Uh, but you need to have a valid excuse to travel for work, and the police checks. And many people are being sued now because they're just traveling to go on vacation or to just to take a break. Also, if you want to go jogging, uh, you can only go jogging next to your apartment, so you cannot move too much. And now, even you know, like taking your dog out for a walk, uh, you need to be very careful. You are not allowed to travel too much.
0: And have they given any indication? Is the timeline continued to move as far as when any of the the quarantine or shelter in place might be lifted?
1: At least April 3rd, but very likely beyond that.
0: So so during this time of isolation, you mentioned you, know, you haven't been able to see your own parents who are relatively nearby in, in two weeks. What are some of the ways you've been able to stay connected during this time of isolation?
1: So I, I rediscovered phone calls and even like video calls <laughs> with friends and family. Um, we, we organized uh, a Zoom meeting with my college classmate. We had another Zoom meeting with my MBA friends, uh, there has been a lot of phone calls where with my friends now it was used only to communicate via chats, uh, messages or in person, but uh, I hadn't really called a friend by phone for a
0: while. Yeah, yeah, same, same here. I, uh, I've definitely found myself picking up the phone and just having candid conversations with friends that I, I hadn't in years. And uh, calling my parents more frequently. Still trying to convince my mother to social distance and isolate.
1: <laughs> um, not, not easy, not easy.
0: So so turning turning to your background in health innovation and the work at Dante Labs, um, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but I, sco- I discovered that you and I worked for the same company at one point, um, Booz Allen.
1: Oh, what well, nice. <laughs>
0: So outside of, outside of booze, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Have, have you always been in, in health innovation or biotech? Uh,
1: no, no, not at all. Um, I've been in uh, biotech for a little bit longer than three years now, since starting Dante Labs. My, my background is in economics and business and software. I worked at Amazon in Seattle and New York. And then I studied economics. I did my MBA at Harvard Business School. I taught uh, as a TA in, at the Harvard College. And then three years ago, I reconnected with a friend from high school, Mattia, uh, and then we decided to start Dante Labs
0: together. And, and so at Dante Labs, what is your health moonshot? What, what was the inspiration that led you into health innovation as, a, as an entrepreneur?
1: So our moonshot is really to enable everyone to use the power of the whole genome in their everyday life and healthcare, starting from rare disease patients. And we are achieving this moonshot by building the largest whole genome database and also building dedicated analysis and decision-making tools based on this database.
0: Got it. providing the whole genome sequencing going beyond some of the traditional DNA tests or some of the um, more commercial DNA tests that we've seen so far. And my understanding is you're also providing personalized reports to people, really in an effort to move toward preventative care. Now, uh, last week during our Startup Health community check-in with Um, I think it was uh, over a hundred other founders from the Startup Health portfolio. You mentioned that at Dante Labs, you've launched a new effort in response to the coronavirus to support global scientific research, specifically on the infectious disease. Can, Can you share a little bit more about that and what you hope to achieve?
1: Yes. Today, a big question about coronavirus is why some people, get sick and some people don't. Uh, Why some people risk um, almost to die while some people uh, behave normally and they have no effects. And so clearly there are some differences and probably some genetic differences in individuals that determine people's reaction to coronavirus. And if we manage to understand what these variants are, then we can understand what people will get sick and what people are at more at risk from the coronavirus, which means we can, if we identify doctors and nurses that are at risk, we can remove them from the front line, and place them in the in care of people without coronavirus, you know, like standard patients. And in parallel, if we identify people who, who do not get sick from coronavirus because of certain genetic variants, then they can move to the front line uh, because even if they get they get affected by the virus, they, they're not at risk. And this is super important in the prevention of coronavirus, but also to go back uh, to a normal life where people with certain genetic variants being less at risk, they could be allowed to work and live more normally and they could help the society ensure that Certain services are delivered to people, especially people in need.
0: Yeah, that was my first thought in and hearing you talk about it. Is that you know, as conversations are swirling around number one, how we how we suppress the virus, um, but secondly, how do we begin to plan to return to normal? um, You know, the ability to be able to understand the disease the ability to understand people that might be immune to it that we can slowly begin to allow them to return to work or for kids to return to school um, you know those it sounds like your technology will could potentially play a key role in, in helping to determine that um, are, are you focusing right now specifically on Italy
1: uh, no we actually we, we just started a collaboration with the uh, with a research group in the UK, we we are a global company. Our mm-hmm. our users are in 97 countries. So also in this case, we are collaborating with researchers from any country.
0: Excellent. And there was a, I, I think a, it was a video that your your company shared at one point that mentioned the genomic sequencing tests uh, around 200 or so. Is that is that project still um, in the works is has that gotten off the ground or what's what's the status of that
1: it is we are starting to we started to receive samples and uh, we we will probably increase the number of genomes part of the study of the genomes that we offer for free Mm -hmm. Uh, we have not yet identified the variant but we we just started the sequencing on these whole genomes of people who are affected by the COVID-19 got
0: it and so as far as, you know, if there's anybody listening to this that would be interested in working with you or getting access to one of your genomic sequencing tests, is there an application process or what would, what would be the way that they could reach you? Uh,
1: yes, they can, they can send us uh, an email. They can contact business at DanteLabs.com or they can contact me personally, Andrea at DanteLabs.com and explain in a few lines the scope of the research, uh, research project. And then we, we will move fast. Uh, if, if it's a meaningful mm-hmm. project, we will definitely uh, provide the, the free sequencing so that we can move forward.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, to, to shift the focus of our conversation a little bit here, the last few questions I had actually relate to some of that conversation around how we're able to return to normal and what, what we want a post-pandemic world to look like. And you know, I think here at Startup Health to that end, we really, we believe it's important to start that conversation now. So our, our classic Startup Health question is usually, how will the world be different 25 years from now because Dante Labs existed? And I think this question is more important than ever. And I'm curious, what, what does that world look like to you?
1: It is a world where people die less from adverse reaction to drugs uh, or from diseases that were thought uh, uncurable, or unless people also die from undiagnosed diseases. And it's also a world where everyone takes different medicine and really personalized drugs and has personalized treatments and is a world where we will look at the past and we will wonder how could people of the early 21st century take the same medicines and the same drugs uh, and why they were not leveraging personalized medicine. So I think this is the world of the future. It's a world where everyone will get his or her whole genome sequenced at birth, and that will really kick a path of preventative care. And we will not go to the doctor just when we are sick. We will leverage the data and decision-making tools, and we will work with the doctors to avoid getting sick.
0: Moving, yeah, moving from a sick care to truly preventative care models.
1: Absolutely. I think that's, that, that should be the future.
0: Couldn't agree more. <laughs> so as far as some of the other changes that have been instigated by the pandemic, you know, you've know, you got companies that have ne- never considered a remote or telework model that are suddenly being forced to use that model and, and probably discovering that it works. Um, you know, you've got similar changes in education systems that are trying to grapple with how you continue education during this time. Are there any other changes that you hope stick in you know a post-pandemic world that you think um, changes you know for the better?
1: I, I hope that there will be more data sharing. Uh, across countries and across clinics and hospitals and different healthcare systems, because today we are definitely realizing that coronavirus is not a Chinese problem or an Italian problem or an american problem it's a global problem and it 's the same with many different diseases uh, rare diseases or epilepsy it 's the same for cancers uh, but the healthcare systems, they're still separate, they don't share data. Uh, only few researches are performed at the global level. So I really hope that an immediate effect of this pandemic will be to have a truly global data sharing and truly global initiatives to fight diseases together.
0: Well, to, to end on a positive note, is there any good word or a note of encouragement that you've read or heard recently that you can share with us. Um, you know, at Startup Health, we, we like to make sure we're ending a lot of our meetings and our exchanges with what we call a positive focus. Um, you know, believing that there's a silver lining that we can find uh, if we dig. And I'm curious for you if there's anything that you've come across that's particularly helped lift your spirits. There
1: was, uh, and there was this this exchange that I had with with a Dante Labs user uh, who suffers from uh, from a rare disease and has had a very hard life. And unfortunately, uh, she has been blocked at home for most of her life. And she told me that now she's having some conversations where more and more people are realizing that even if we live in different countries or different cities, we all share the same planet, and in different ways, we all share the same, the same problems. And some problems that we thought that were huge in the past, now we realize that there were small problems, uh, that you know, there are people dying around us. So I think people, now they feel uh, we have a better sense of life and we will have more responsibility toward the planet and toward the people around us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think gaining gaining a new perspective on our precious planet and the precious human beings in our life that is a that is a good thing that could come out of this. Well, Andrea, I really appreciate you making the time to share with us what you're doing at Dante Labs to solve for COVID-19. I'm excited to share your work and hopefully you'll you'll see a few more um, emails come your way requesting some of the genomic sequencing tests that you're, you're offering. Um, thank you for what you're doing, and I wish you the best of health and safety to you and your family and your community in Italy.
1: Thank you. Uh, likewise, and thanks for having me today.
0: Absolutely. Take care.
1: Take care. Bye-bye.
0: So, after my conversation with Andrea, I did a little digging. I wanted to add some context to his work at Dante Labs, in particular so that listeners can better appreciate his decision to offer up their genomic sequencing test for free. Right now, scientists and researchers around the world are using genomic sequencing technology to expedite the testing and development of drugs, vaccines, along with other therapeutic strategies for COVID-19 patients. In one example in the UK, The COVID-19 Genomics UK Consortium has a plan to sequence and analyze the genetic code of the novel coronavirus from as many COVID-19 samples as they can. The samples are being used to map genetic drifts in the virus — drifts that could allow them to track the path of the virus and figure out if there are hospitals or community hubs that are potentially hotspots for the spread of the infectious disease. The map would give them a better sense of where and how the virus is being transmitted. And that means public health officials could be proactive, not just reactive, in their efforts to suppress the spread of the coronavirus. So the free genomic sequencing tests being offered up by Dante Labs, again for free, could help in the collection of samples for this effort. There's also an international team of researchers led by a group at Rockefeller University the oldest biomedical research institute in the US. The group has launched a project to determine if inherent genetic disorders could lead to life-threatening COVID-19 symptoms, particularly in otherwise previously healthy younger patients. This project could also benefit from Dante Lab's free test to collect patient samples. Ultimately, by using the power of complete DNA sequencing, We can learn and study the building blocks of the COVID-19 virus at a faster pace. In this case, there are some 30,000 building blocks that make up the pathogen. With the help of experts and committed health innovators like the team at Dante Labs, who are saying to the world, please use our tool, we can tease apart the complex picture of the spread of the coronavirus. At Startup Health, our motto has always been, together we can. By uniting a global army of the world's top health innovators, we believe we can solve the world's biggest health challenges, including challenges like the one we currently face. We invest in health entrepreneurs like Andrea, who are committed to achieving health moonshots. To read more about the inspiring women and men in Startup Health, go to startuphealth.com and click on content. I appreciate you joining me today. Tune in the rest of the week for special programming from our very own chief medical officer, Dr. Howard Krein, along with another dispatch from a health entrepreneur in Italy. We also have an upcoming episode about a person who is helping people new to meditation learn the practice in an online group format. His meditation app couldn't come at a better time. Meanwhile, stay safe, stay healthy. And do your part to practice responsible physical distancing. We're all in this together.